Welcome to Abergavenny Baptist Church, building faith and friendship. We're now going to be having our Bible reading. It's from John chapter 1 and verses 1 through to 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the <coughs> Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. I love Christmas. I mean, all the excitement, the carol service, the nativity plays, the Christmas parties, meeting up with the family, mulled wine, mince pies, Christmas dinner, good television, and presents. What is there not to like about Christmas? And now that we have little Naomi, Christmas has become even more special. They say that a man goes through three phases in life. First, you believe in Father Christmas. Second, you don't believe in Father Christmas anymore. And then third, you are Father Christmas. And with the children, uh, Christmas really becomes very special. We've started our own little tradition uh, on Christmas Eve that just the three of us and the baby in Victoria's tummy uh, have a meal together. And then we give each other one present, and then we go and we sit on the sofa and we watch Snowman. And it's magical. Then the next day after Christmas, we go to Victoria's parents' house and we ex- celebrate Christmas with the extended family until about 12 o'clock at night. And it includes a lot of eating and drinking and presents. What is there not to like about Christmas? But sometimes within all the festivities of Christmas, we can lose the true meaning of Christmas. And we think we understand what Christmas is, but our understanding is so often too small, too, too little, too reduced. And we drew, reduce the true meaning of Christmas to parties and nostalgia and sentiment and families and presents. The real, the deep meaning of Christmas is explosive. It's earth-shattering. It's, it's inexhaustible. The Bible says in John chapter 1 and verse 1, 
In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. And then in verse 14 it says, The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. The Word, God, the creator of the whole universe, the being that brought the whole universe into being and the power that sustains all things and, and, and sustains all life. God, the divine, becomes flesh, becomes a, becomes a human. This this divine reality, this being, steps into history, steps into time and space and becomes a human, a baby. Wow. Wow. Everyone has an instinct, a sense, that there's something beyond us, something greater, something transcendent. I can remember when, when Naomi was born, I was just so overwhelmed with a sense and the presence of something beyond me, something greater, something transcendent. And often when I'm walking in the mountains, or, or particularly if I'm going skiing, and I'm in the mountains, uh, there are moments when, when suddenly my breath is taken away. And it's in those sacred moments that we become so overwhelmed with the presence of something beyond us, something greater, something transcendent. A pastor tells a story about how a couple who, who didn't believe in God came to him and asked him to marry them. And, and they said they didn't want him to talk about, about the Bible or God or religion. And the bride said, just, just make it deep, profound and spiritual. And he said, okay. And they wanted to get married on, on this, this edge of a cliff where there was overlooking this, this lake. And it was stunning. And so he asked them, why did they want to get married here? And they talked about the beauty of nature, the peacefulness, and how they had fallen in love in this area. And then the groom said something that this pastor said he would never forget. He said, there's something that holds us all together. There's something that holds us all together. He had a sense that there was something beyond him, something greater, something transcendent, that was holding us all together. And so the pastor asked them, do, do you think it's a mistake or, or a coincidence that the two of you met and found each other? And they said, no. No, that they were meant to be together. It wasn't an, an accident. It wasn't a coincidence that they had found each other and fallen in love. And the pastor said, do you think that that something that's holding everything together is the same something that brought you together? And they said, yes. We all have this instinct that there's something beyond us, something greater, something transcendent that is holding everything together. Could it be that this something is a someone? The Bible says the Word. This, this something that is beyond us, there's something that's holding everything together. The Word became flesh, became human, became a baby. Wow. But why? 
Why, why would God want to become a human? Let me make three suggestions. Revelation. Reconnection. Restoration. Revelation, reconnection, restoration. Firstly, revelation. God became a human. God became flesh to make himself known, to make God known. Russell Brand, comedian, actor, radio host, author and activist, wrote an article in the New Statesman which he says, Dawkins, the patron saint of atheism, would say that all religions are simply wrong. A buffered blanket of cozy lines to warm dopes into snug compliance. Unproven ideologies based on faith. I think God exists beyond the current reach of science. That one day our fast evolving minds will know God empirically as they do now only intuitively. That the mystical will become physical. Wow, now that's pretty profound for Russell Brand. <laughs> that, that what we only know intuitively, we will know empirically. That the mystical will become physical. That's what happened at Christmas. The mystical became physical. The Word became flesh. That, 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 that something that is beyond us, that something that's holding all things together, stepped into history, into time, space, and became one of us to make God known. And John says, John says, we've seen, we've seen Jesus. We've seen His life, His ways, His words, His works. His death, His resurrection, His deep inclusion, His forgiveness, His love. We've seen, we've touched. The mystical has become physical to make God known. You see, in Jesus we can know God, we can meet God, we can experience God because Jesus makes God known. Revelation. Revelation. Reconnection. Reconnection. So often, we feel disconnected. We feel disconnected and isolated and alone. Oh, oh, there might be people all around us. We might be surrounded by people. We might be busy running back and forth. But... Deep within there, there's a sense of disconnection. Disconnected from God, we're disconnected from the world around us, we're alone. Sting has a song entitled, Oh My God. It's it's an old song now, uh, but it's some very interesting lyrics. Sting says, everyone I know is lonely, and God's so far away. And my heart belongs to no one. So now sometimes I pray, please take the space between us and fill it up some way. Take the space between us and fill it up some way. The Word became flesh and filled up that space. 
God filled up that space. You see, we've all turned our backs on God. And as a result of that, we feel disconnected. We feel disconnected from God. We feel disconnected from the world. And we don't know how to reconnect. And so God comes down and God comes to us. God fills the space to reconnect with us. Christmas is so radical. The Word became flesh, became human to reconnect with us. John 1 and verse 14 says, The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. Dwelling. Literally, in, 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 the literal translation in the Greek would be, He pitched His tent. He came down and He moved in. He decided to live with us and pitch His tent. He, he moved into the neighborhood. And He became a baby. He wasn't born into a kingly family. No, He was born to a poor Ordinary family, placed in a manger, in, in a, a feeding trough for, for animals. There was probably in the downstairs of a, a peasant's house where the animals were kept. In some small little village, in some tiny little province in the Roman Empire. Such an ordinary birth, yet so extraordinary. And this is the God we worship. The God who comes. The God who comes down. The God who comes near to us. The God who identifies with us and becomes vulnerable. Becomes a baby who enters into our suffering and our our grief. So that we can experience the sympathetic presence of God even in the midst of our troubles. Reconnection. I don't know... What 2015 has been like for you, if it's been a good year or a bad year. I don't know what pressures you have faced this year. But I know that the Word became flesh. That God wants to reconnect with you. That God wants to enter into your suffering and your pain. So that you can experience His presence, His peace. And His love surrounding you and strengthening you. Am I all alone in this? Does anyone know what I'm going through? He does. Reconnection. Revelation. Reconnection. Restoration. Then part of verse 14 says, We have seen His glory. The glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. The one and only Son who came from the Father. He came to fill that space. He came to be where we are so that we might be where He is. He became who we are so that we might become who He is. You see, ultimately, Jesus came To die for us. So that we could experience forgiveness and peace. So that we could find our our place and our purpose in life. That we could be reconnected. And so that we could become the person God has created us to be. Restoration. The two previous verses, verses 12 and 13. 
Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born, not of natural descent, nor of a human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. He came so that we might become his children. Restored. And this restoration is a free gift from God. Grace. You just have to believe to receive it. But take note that God takes the initiative. God decides to come. And God comes to us. He comes to everyone. Because He wants everyone to become His child. He comes to everyone. He comes to everyone here today. He is coming to you because He wants to, you to be His child. And it's, it's regardless of religious qualification, regardless of merit achievement, regardless of status, God comes to you so that you would know His love and His grace and so that you can become His child, restored. Revelation, reconnection, restoration. When I was a teenager, I had a, a really easy life. I did, I did okay at school, but I excelled at sport. And so, uh, uh, particularly with, with water polo and surfing. And I had a good, good group of friends. I was in the popular crowd. And so from the outside, everything looked pretty good. But within, I had a, a sense of, of being disconnected. I believe there was an ultimate, an ultimate being be beyond me, transcendent, greater than me, that was holding all things together, but I felt disconnected to this greater reality and disconnected to the world around me. And I felt there must have been a greater meaning and a purpose for my existence. And I wanted to know how I belonged. And so I had this feeling of disconnected, being disconnected. And then one day, the Christmas story became a reality for me. I put my faith in Jesus. And I had a profound sense of the presence of God and the peace of God and the love of God in my life. And I had a, a real sense of, sort of have a greatest sense of God's place for me within the community and in, in, in the world. And a greater sense of God's purposes for my life. It doesn't mean that the rest of my life had no troubles. It doesn't mean I had a trouble-free life. I've, I've had a lot of troubles. And there have been times when, when I felt alone. But then I turned back to God in prayer. And I have a profound sense of His presence and His peace and His love surrounding me, strengthening me, reorientating me. And you too can have that experience. Because God came for everyone. So can I challenge you this Christmas? Go for the deep meaning. Go for the deep meaning. Consider Jesus. Look to Jesus. See Jesus. Could you read a whole gospel? Could you read the gospel of John? From beginning to end this Christmas? This is serious stuff. This is not Harry Potter. The Christmas story is not a fairy tale. It's a historical event. Of God, that, 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 that ultimate reality that's beyond us, that holds all things together, stepping into history, into time, space, becoming a human. 
Jesus is not some mythical figure. It's not some name, just some name. It's a person who you can know. Life is tough. Life is hard. But you can know a presence, peace, a love surrounding you and strengthening you. And you will discover that you are more loved than you could ever imagine. So go for the deeper meaning this Christmas. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we're just blown away by what you did. That you, the, this, this ultimate being who is beyond us, transcendent from us, who holds all things, sustains all life, would become a human, would become a baby, who would become vulnerable, who would identify with our pain and our suffering because you love us, because you want us to know you, because you want us to reconnect with you, because you want to restore us and heal us. Father, help us this Christmas in and amongst all the festivities and the fun and the excitement to not miss it, to not miss it, but to connect with that greater reality, to connect with that deeper meaning of Christmas. Father, won't you by your Holy Spirit just reach out into our hearts, make yourself known, let us be aware of your presence. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information about Abergavenny Baptist Church, please visit our website at abergavennybaptist.co.uk.